name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. How's it going? It's going. Listen, stop. If you do that, don't do that anymore. Okay? I go, how's it going? And they go, it's going. That's not an answer to the question. I didn't say, is it going? Because then you would say, it's going. And that's whatever. I don't know why I would ask that. But how's it going? Just give me something. It's a throwaway uh, question anyways. So it's sort of like, just great. You know, like that. And then we can move on. It's going. Obviously, if, it, if I didn't think it was going, I wouldn't ask. You know what I mean? I'd be like, ooh, that's not going. Mm. I got a blonde ale happening right now. And I got to admit something. It's a Tuesday. But you know what? It's kind of hot. I got home. I was going to do it over the weekend, uh, the podcast. And I just decided I was kind of too tired. But uh, so, you know, Tuesday. Hey, uh, I have a reason uh, to read the news. So there's a reason to read the news. This is exciting. Because in general, I kind of glance and then I'm moving on because it's just became too, like social media, I kind of put a little bit of a cap on the quantity. Um, but they, uh, the apparently the OK sign, so imagine putting your fingers in a little circle, your thumb and your index finger, and then the other three fingers are s- s- going straight, like OK, in, quote in this article, increasingly used by white supremacists. So, and I'm thinking... I've been t- learning American Sign Language, but I so I went back. I was like, no, it's okay, like the two letters. Thank God, because otherwise every deaf person would be racist all of a sudden. Like, that's just kind of a bummer to find out. Like, oh, my God, I'm deaf and I'm racist now. Um, And I don't want to generalize about deaf people, but it would be factual to say at that point all deaf people are white supremacists. That, that's just a – I'm just – look, I deal, with, I deal in facts. So don't do that okay sign because if you get caught by somebody with a camera on their phone, which is everybody, you could be on social media as a white supremacist. Years ago when I was in high school, I was in my physics class um, just doing homework and somebody walked in with a camera and was shooting some photos. I didn't ask why, don't care. Showed up in the uh, yearbook as a member of the physics club, um, which I found interesting. So in my my senior yearbook, uh, there I am in the physics club. Never was in the physics club. Not nothing against the physics club people, except for that I wasn't in it, and their attendance must have been so so shabby that they were like, "Listen, just if there's people in the room, go sh- just take pictures of anybody there, just so we look like we're a legit club that we have people who are interested in physics." If you hearken back to episode one seventy five, this is one seventy nine, so four episodes ago, um, you will have noted then that my car had been damaged twice while I wasn't in it. Well, guess what? There's a third time now. My car has been damaged now three times when it's parked. It's a very weird thing. This one was vandalized by a homeless guy. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because this is how sometimes being nice doesn't pay. And I mean, like, actually, because I actually have to pay for this one. But um, pulled into a parking spot was with my son. There was a guy sitting in there on the in the spot. I didn't want to make a move. I was like, ah, I, whatever. So I backed out, moved two doors Two, two spots down, park my car. Go in where we were going, come out with my son, and my windshield is cracked, and my windshield wiper is bent at a 90-degree angle, which if you know windshield wipers, not going to be effective at that point. It was sticking straight up. 
Um, I went, what is going on here? And a guy comes walking across the parking lot. He goes, I saw the whole thing just now. There was a, that homeless guy. He just went over to your car and did, I didn't even interact with him. I didn't turn him down. He didn't ask me for money. Nothing, nothing. Um, cops show up because I called him. And my son, who's 14, we're about to get, oh, so then the cop puts the word out. This is a small town. So I'm not kidding you. Within five minutes, he goes, I think we got the guy at the Chevron, like a half a block distance away. I mean, right? So he goes, can you get in the car and we'll drive over there? And the witness guy in the parking lot goes, I'll go with you because I saw the whole thing. So we're getting in the car. My son calls out shotgun um, because he wants the front seat. Now he knew that I was going to get the front seat, but he was kind of joking around. But I said, listen, in the future, when you're around a policeman uh, or a police woman uh, who has a gun on him, you don't want to yell shotgun just because a general rule is not, you know, these are life lessons. I never thought I would have to teach this to my son. Um, but I'm like, and you yell shotgun and you're actually dealing with a thing where they have a guy who's obviously crazy. It could be misconstrued. And, and I said, and so just because of that, you actually don't get the front seat. <laughs> Won that round. Mm. Anyway, they arrested him and guess who's paying for it? Me. Why I mention it? Because it doesn't always pay. You gotta, here's the thing. You gotta, you gotta appreciate how it feels to be a kind person. But if you expect something in return, sometimes you get your ass bit. I got my ass bit on that one. Would I do it again? Yeah, I would do it again. I'm not gonna pull in and make a guy get up because he's sitting in a ground, you know, and there's other spaces. Not gonna happen. With that said, I sometimes I lament. And by sometimes fairly regularly, uh, my decision in 2018 to quit all social media. And the reason is because, and I said in this in Six Truths, is that um, my career, it, it took, I took a hit. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Like, you know, I know that everybody has to have social media now. Um, and and it, without it, it's a bummer. I don't have many avenues to get the word out. It's word of mouth, which is generally two people are too busy to even think about that thing. Um, social media. And then that uh, that's it. And so um, sometimes I lament. I'm like, man. Now, is it enough for me to go, yeah, I should probably get back in? No. And here's why. Because this is how, why I'm so fierce, such a fierce advocate of stealing moments and, and so, moments of solitude to, to think about things, to appreciate things. Because if I don't, if I'm not aware of how much better my life is and has been without that, I go deep into the hole of regret and oh conflict and maybe I should and oh my God, I probably should. You know. And so, for instance, I moved out of Los Angeles to this town that I live in. It hasn't been an easy uh, walk up here. It's a struggle. It's hard to kind of make a living up here. It's whatever. Um, I do. We do fine. Like we're okay, but it's not, a, it's not easy except to say day to day life is way better than it was in Los Angeles. Um, way better. And I'd been there 20 years and was very burnt, but this is way better. Now there are days where I'm stressed here and I, I try to make an effort and I will, to my credit, say I've done a very good job of this because even on my worst days, I go, yeah, but I'm not driving for an hour to the post office that's three miles away. So in other words, it's the awareness of things actually creates a situation where you are more appreciative. If I turn that off and, I, and I'm stressed enough, this place becomes just as stressed as any other place. But as if I can sort of exist in the comparison field, uh, at least enough, I can notice that when I walk in the uh, post office, like I did today, 
and there's l- literally one person there and I don't even have to get in line. I walk up and see the guy, Tim, who's a buddy of mine and he, I've known him for you. Hey, what's up? And we chat and I walk out. I, I do appreciate those things. I do appreciate those things. So the point is, is when it comes to, you know, if you ever get your car vandalized by a homeless guy, which by the way, there's apparently a pretty good chance of that happening. Um, it's you have to go like yeah but in general the way i behave it pays off it's a not in this sense lost this battle lost this round don't really want to pay the deductible it's kind of a bummer um but in general would i change things no kind of digging it kind of digging it okay you know and so and that guy's in jail uh eating food and he's happy he's like oh this is the best decision i ever made my god this by the way this salisbury steak killing it night i love it mm Please don't let me out. Um, if you think that's unfair that I'm, a set, uh, you know, describing that guy that way, I don't care. He bashed my my windshield. I don't care. I literally don't care. I will say mean things about that guy on this podcast, and he'll hear about it. He will hear about it. Uh, thanks, he's in show notes. He's to everybody uh, for um, doing what you do for me to. Uh, hopefully, it's for you, but supporting the work I do. Hey, listen, I'm going to be in Atlanta. Georgia. I've always said that Atlanta, Atlanta sounds like a fantasy book city. I don't think it is in real life. Um, I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but August 25th of 2023, I'm flying to um, at, at Atlanta, um, and I'm doing a talk at two talks at the Georgia Veg Fest, the Georgia Veg Fest, and um, it's free to get into. And if you live in Atlanta. Um, or even if you live around it, come say hi. Be nice if you did. If you said, hey, I listened to, I'm the the second of two people who listen to your podcast. I just coincidentally live in Atlanta. Um, small stepper special still happening, all that crap. It's not whatever. Spread the word. If you've done the intensive and you know it works, tell somebody. That's again, I only have one outlet. That's this and two, the word of mouth. I did do a blog post. So if you go to sidgarzahelman.com, you can check out that blog. And join the mailing list. Why don't you? Why don't you? join the mailing list? Why don't you? Let's talk about uh, playing the numbers, shall we? That's the um, episode title. And so I better wrap this around to that. Um, th- this is a, let me, I'm going to preface this discussion, this one-sided discussion that you're going to listen to or not with a qualifier. And that is to say, I am not, I'm going to start with it in a positive sense. I am a fan of the evolution of both people and language because that's how we do our business. So I'm not one of these people who goes, um, why are we changing? I get it. Like words, if you look at the history of our species, lots of words have changed and gone in and out and some things are not appropriate now and they used to be. We can't, we have to evolve in the way that we we speak because we evolve in the way that we act and there's a, a relationship there. We can't all be like 16 candles is always okay. No, it was okay then. And I can appreciate watching it because I go, I remember that context and I don't think it bothered, certainly didn't bother me. We didn't find it offensive at all. Now, I mean, back then it was like long duck dong for a Chinese kid. That's hilarious. Now I'm like long duck dong for a Chinese kid. I don't know if that's okay. Actually, I do know that's not okay. Um, so I remember the context. We don't give benefit of the doubt to we now. Some people look back at that and say, how dare they did that? Because it wasn't out of ill will. It was the intention 
to be funny and funny and all those kind of things. And yes, now we look back and go, oh, good Lord, you can't, it'd be not 16 candles would just be like, what in God's name did, who let that go? Who greenlit that? Um, and so my point is, is that I'm a fan of the evolution of language. With that said, so that's my qualifier. Okay, so now you can get pissed at me when I talk about this. But I have a new book in the works and there has been a little bit of discussion with my publisher, who I love, great publisher, and they're dealing with the distributor, which is a big distributor. I don't want to say who it is, but it rhymes with Angwin Shandon House um, about some language in my book. And I'm not even, this isn't even, I'll give you an example. I use the word insane. And the way, the reason I used it is because I was like, most, it's all neutral running and it's for normal people. So I go, I go ultra, a lot of people think, and this is like in the first page of the book, right? I go, a lot of people think ultra running is just for like people who are completely insane and, and just like they're, they're into like, you know, pain. And, and it, it was a, it's a, it's a, it's a throw to me. It's a throwaway. It's a throwaway thing, but there was some, some concern about it. And then I had to have a discussion with the publisher of like, okay, well, is this a deal breaker? Cause it's not, I don't, I'm not married to the word insane. It wasn't like, but the book is hinged on that phrase. It's like, no, it's fine. And we re, I reread, I retooled it in a way that is, it's, it's not substantive enough for me to raise a stink about. It. Don't care. It's fine. However, I do think that there's a, and, and the joke I made, of course, was like, yeah, but if somebody's actually insane, they're not going to, first of all, read the book and second of all, probably going to get it. Uh, anyways, and that didn't go over very well. But um, the point I'm trying to make with playing the numbers is, and I've talked about this before in podcasts, if you've heard, is like something about human psychology is that we we don't look at the, we, we, we have 99 good reviews and we're like, yeah, whatever. And then the one bad review and we go, oh my God, ah, ah. And the same thing kind of happens with language as it evolves. And again, I'm a fan. I'm going to repeat that. But in the transition of these kinds of things, there are going to be, there's going to be changes and there's going to be possibly mistakes. And, and in the moment, those mistakes may not actually be mistakes because they're written in this instance by me who had no clue that that wasn't even a, they call it ableist, um, that's a, I didn't realize that was a word. If I knew that that was a word that was going to piss a bunch of people off, I wouldn't have used it in other words. And my issue with these kinds of things is that we are not giving the benefit of the doubt. Nobody's going like, it's Sid. He's not going to like, that's not, he doesn't know what he meant. But we don't, especially with social media fueling this fire, we don't assume the best out of people. We assume the worst. We I literally go the opposite. We assume that everybody is racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, everything we assume, and they may be, but I think that if, it, especially to make yourself happy, if you come at the world from a place of like, let me just see first, before I rush to judgment and cancel somebody or change somebody or assume that they're shitty, why don't I just see like, hey, what did you mean by that? And I would have been like, oh, I just meant like, it's just such a, it's like a thing that people like not many, many people do. And it's kind of a crazy thing. Now, crazy, probably another word like that. So I have kinds of some issues with, in the transitional period. I also have kinds of issues is, is that I don't want to walk around on eggshells all the day, all the time. And when people are out on the attack, it, what it, I think what this does and the way that micromanaging does, if you've ever been micromanaged, like at work, I think micromanaging causes more problems than it solves. I think that it puts people on edge. I think people end up making more mistakes possibly. I think people sometimes revolt or rebel and say, screw it then, I'm going to be a worse person because you're such a dick about these kinds of things. And the playing the numbers idea is that 
at any given stage, I think it's a, a very helpful approach to say, are most people okay with this? Because there's always going to be some people that are offended by everything, but that doesn't mean if they're like a very small percentage, and I mean like 0.0 whatever, we have to be able to exist in a society where we don't change everything because of 0.04% of people. Would it be great if 100% of people were on board? Sure, it's never gonna be. Just like a review at the Stanford Inn we're always going to get bad reviews. We try to get zero bad reviews. We try. We shoot for that perfection. But we have to understand, at least if we're going to not go crazy at work, and I don't, and sorry if I offended you by the word crazy, if we're going to exist at work in a way that is positive, we just can't expend any energy on one-offs because they're going to exist. We try it and we may learn from them and go, okay, well, that's kind of interesting. And let's see if we actually think that's a legit bad review. You know, like there's legit information there. That's fine. And like in that discussion about my book, I was like, okay, fine, no worries. I get it, it's on a list, I didn't get the memo, but okay, I understand you guys do and you're trying to sell a book and I'm very proud of this book, like super proud of this book and I don't want that to be the thing that stops the book because it's not the substantive thing. If they say, well, you can't say small steps, I would have been like, well, what? Now it's not a small steppers book, but I certainly mention it. So I don't know that small steps in 10 years isn't going to be offensive. I don't know, that's the thing that makes me a little nervous is that anything that's existing now can be very quickly, because I think time is speeding up in this regard. Like, you know, 16 Candles was in the 80s. It's been 40 years. But there's things now where like six months ago, I'm like, whoa, you know, like what did I what did I say six months ago? Because that, that thing could turn on me in a, in a way that with no intention at all. We stop at the, at the language that is used and we assume the character of the person that uses that. And it really, it really um, is a, is a, it's a real rough reality for for me as a writer and for me as a podcaster and for me as a, as a YouTuber and for me as a, even a coach um, in the work that I do with clients is, is like, I don't, I want to be free to, first of all, say the things that I want to say in the way that I say them, but also free to make mistakes because somebody isn't going to assume that I'm a crappy person and at least allow me the uh, option of saying, you know what? That wasn't the best way I said that. And I will I will really make a, an effort to not say that anymore. Now, there are certain words I've been saying for 50 years. So all I'm asking isn't that I'm not allowed to say those words. I don't like censorship, but let's say it's just culturally not acceptable. Fine. I'm not, I'm not I don't know if you've, I don't even have an exact, exact example as far as you know, but let's say there's a word I've been saying for 50 years and I go, okay, not a good word to say. Most people play in the numbers. Most people don't like this. Not a few people don't like it because I can't care about that. You just, the whole idea of playing the numbers is like in our lives, why I always say most of the time, how we eat most of the time. People get, we, we, I don't know what it is about us, but we go, I binged Saturday night. You know how many times with clients I go, I don't, who care? Why are we discussing this? And I do it in a way that is light and funny, but I'm like, why are you bringing this up? Look what you did Monday through Friday and Saturday all day. Why are we talking about what you did Saturday night so you can feel bad about yourself because of one thing? So the playing the numbers has been coming up so much for me in reviews, in, um, in, 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 in my language. It's like, who are we, who are we changing for? Are we changing for the 0.01% or are we continuing to do the, to the, the things that we know work for most people? We, we can shoot per, per, for perfection, but we cannot derail our work and our lives because we're never going to be perfect. 
we have to look at the at the at the big picture and say are most people okay with this and at some point if that shifts in the transition of our culture to a point where most people don't think that that's a good thing okay i'm completely i'm there i'm i'm like but all i would say is this additional thing give me just five minutes don't kick me in the ass just because I might screw up, even though I acknowledge that I'm trying to change my language. But if I've been doing it for 50 years, it's ingrained in me. It's, I do it without thinking, let's say, hypothetically. And so I now have to think about this thing and I have to be careful about this thing. And it might slip out from time to time. But that doesn't seem to be existing anymore in our world. And it's a very sad state of affairs to me. So this, it's it's a... I think a place of, of acceptance and kindness to assume that nobody, that not everybody who does everything that bothers you in a certain way are, is a horrible person because probably the chances are they're not. And if you got into a one-on-one discussion with them and said, Hey, listen, when you said that thing, it's just, it's just, it, it makes me feel this way. I would imagine that most people would go, Oh, totally. Yeah. No, no worries. There'd be some jerks who go, I don't care. And they're going to have that accent. Can we agree? I don't care. in Atlanta. Now nobody's going to go to my veg fest. It's not my veg. Fest. They're going to visit me. You made fun of our accent there. Sid. I, that really wasn't even a Georgian. Mm. Probably they would go totally get it. And, I, and I'm in there. I'm, I'm in that place. So that discussion with my publisher is like, okay, I mean, it kind of chaps my hide because again, I think in the numbers game, we're talking about maybe 0.004% of people who probably are going to be slightly bothered by the use of that word and most overwhelmingly are going to burn by it, but maybe not. And I have to decide as an author who's trying to have a book that gets important points across. I think it does. I could be wrong, but they're important to me. I'll put it that way. I have to decide, okay, well, you know, is it worth me, you know, putting my foot down on this thing? I won't go into detail on this, but there was another thing that I didn't want to change for that reason. Cause I was like, no, if that changes, that's the game for me, because that's a thing that is actually substantive. And I'm sorry if that's a bother for people, but it's not most people. Most people are not going to be bothered by this thing. And that's just kind of how the risk I have to take on that. And it wasn't even, I would just be like, how is that a fact? But again, I understand the evolution of language. I understand things change. I understand the, uh, understand the way that we, that we talk uh, is wrapped up in how, how we act and how we treat other people and compassion and kindness. And I'm coming at my life as best I can from that kind of place. And I'm willing to evolve my language. I'm just asking for some benefit of the doubt. And I'm condoning a world where we sort of encapsulate that idea of, of having enough calm and stress. This is why it always comes back for stress management for me, right? Enough calm and stress management in our personal lives that when we are, that we are not so triggered that we can listen to words and assume not the worst in people, but the best in people and wait just, just a little bit before we put the hammer down. This stone The only way out is to run The only way out is to bubble down This stone The only way out is 
this is happening When our time is finally Finally meaning something This way The way you shut down It makes me scream Your silence is Unsettling This storm The only way out Is the way See, the only way out is to get you out. If I ask too much of everything, your mystique is tied down, paper thin. Tell me why this is happening. Time is fine.